Welcome to our morning worship for Passion Sunday, the fifth Sunday of Lent. It's great to welcome you if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Red Kite Radio. All through Lent, we have been thinking about the Lord's Prayer, how Jesus taught his disciples to pray. We remember that when he was praying in a certain place, his disciples asked him, how do we pray? And he said, use these words. So, let us pray. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not bring us to the time of trial. Amen. Those are the words of the Lord's Prayer as they're recorded in Luke chapter 11. And we've been thinking through that, and today... On Passion Sunday, we're going to think about and do not bring us to the time of trial. Through Lent, we also think about our own life and, and we contemplate what we have done uh, that is wrong and the forgiveness that we need. So I'm going to lead you in a simple confession. In the light of Christ, let us confess our sin. When our words and actions have hurt family and friends, Lord, have mercy. When our selfishness and greed has hurt those we do not see, Lord, have mercy. When our inaction has not protected the vulnerable, Lord, have mercy. Jesus came with good news of forgiveness. We return from him with a sense of freedom, freedom from guilt, shame and injustice. Thanks be to God. Our opening hymn is a song about Jesus. My song is love unknown. My Saviour's love for me.
The reading from Passion Sunday is one which confronts directly this, this call in the prayer that Jesus teaches us to not bring us to the time of trial. You see, there were some Greeks. This, this is from John chapter 12, beginning at verse 20. And here it says, there were some Greeks amongst those who went up to worship at the festival in Jerusalem. And they came to Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and they came with a request. They said to Philip, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip went together and said that to Jesus. Just think about that. It's just like the celebrity has come to town. They, got, they want a backstage pass for uh, some, uh, some great singer or, or celebrity act. Or perhaps they're thinking it's a bit like one of the royals has come. Can we get a, a weigh-in? Can we get a personal introduction? And Jesus replied with a very strange reply. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Son of Man is a term which Jesus uses for himself. It's quite a claim. Son of Man in the Psalms, in the Old Testament, is a claim of, really, it's a, it's a claim to be, to be God. It's a really deep claim. And then he says this, very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it. While anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be. My father will honour those, honour the one who serves me. A very peculiar response. These two Greek people have asked to come and see the celebrity, and Jesus has replied with this really peculiar thing that if they want to follow me it's not about meeting me if they want to follow me they have to give up their life the one who gives up their life will be like that seed that drops and dies and then it will it will give out an abundance of life and now here is the time of trial Jesus says, my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. This is also quite peculiar. The glorification of Jesus. 
And now we would expect that if you were saying someone was being glorified, you would expect that they were winning awards and honours, the Grammys, the Oscars, Sports Personality of the Year, the glorification, the Time magazine's Person of the Year, the kind of thing that Donald Trump always desired and suddenly got really cross because it was always Obama that won it. It is those kind of things that we think of glorification. But for Jesus, glorification is about this cross. It's about being set up high, where he can be seen. Yes, they will see me if they want to see me, because I will be glorified in death. It's a really strange thing to say. And he needs some, some confidence to do this. He needs to know that his time of trial is coming. Should he plead with the Father to not have this trial, this death on the cross? And out comes from heaven a voice. I have glorified my name and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. They heard it in their head, but they heard it like thunder. And Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not for mine. Now is the time for the judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I'm lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. Really peculiar language, really strange, for the lifting up, the glorifying, the glorifying of the name of the Lord is about the death of Jesus. The judgment of the world comes upon Jesus. Those who make the judgment on him are themselves to be judged. But more than that, we see the chaos, the state of decay that the world is in. That humanity can do this, can kill someone in such a dreadful way and do it with the belief that they are doing right. The crowd spoke up. We've heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. How, how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? And then Jesus said to them, you're going to have, have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they're going. Believe in the light while you have the light, that you might become children of light. And when he finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. More strangeness. For they are not understanding what Jesus is saying, but he's saying, while I'm with you, 
you should be able to understand. Uh, keep with the light. And then, when he says that, he disappears from them. The ambiguity, the puzzlement, all that is going on, these very strange readings. And yet so important to the core message. Do not bring us to the time of trial. It is a prayer that we offer. But we also know that we need to go through those trials. To be a follower of Jesus is to follow in the path of, that is incredibly uncomfortable. And that request not to bring us to the time of trial is actually also to bring us through so that we can with confidence follow in his way offering our life to him and changing the way we do it now this is all very abstract what do I really mean well I'll tell you this week I've been in conversation with a friend you know I've traveled all over the world I have a friend in the Philippines and in the Philippines uh, things are going from bad to worse in their country. People are, are being murdered just for standing up for what is good. 60 lawyers have died since President Durante came to power just for opposing that government, for standing up for what is right. If you stand up for what is right in the Philippines now, you may be putting a death sentence on your head. And my friend is standing up for workers, for workers' rights. They're standing up to protect the environment. And the government is seeking to sell off the forests. They're seeking to make money in all kinds of different ways. And they use all kinds of excuses. They claim that the people they're killing are actually drug dealers. They claim that they're communists. And of course, the irony is, the place they're selling the the forests too, are the Chinese Communist Party. The irony is not lost. But my friend is in danger for speaking up and saying that we have people crying because members of their family have been killed. She's coming to that time of trial, pleading that it will not come, but to have the confidence to walk through that. What does it mean for us in this country? This week there's been this outpouring of emotion as women have been opening up to the kind of harassment which they feel all the time. For men and for women to report the kind of casual, race, uh, casual sexism that goes on is incredibly uncomfortable. When you're in a conversation and someone says something that, that, that you know is wrong, that time of trial is there in front of you. You may lose friends. You may lose influence. You may be labelled as someone who is a do-gooder, someone who's, uh, who's, who's just, 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 just doesn't join in the fun and the banter. And yet if we are to create a society where harassment comes to an end, where people are free to enjoy the life that we have, we sometimes, we sometimes need to come to our time of trial 
Lord, do not bring us to the time of trial. It's an interesting prayer. Because in the end, Jesus prays it. Do not bring me to this cross. And then he comes through it. Lord, I give my life to you. What are we going to do? Are we going to say, um, actually, we have some money and it would be really nice to spend this money on something that is a real luxury. But actually, I can also see a need in our society and in the world around us. I care about the homeless. I care about people who don't have food. I care about those people we see in pictures on our television in Syria and in Yemen. We care. We give. We come through. So standing at the foot of the cross, it's time to contemplate. We prepared to be a grain that goes into the ground, that self dies, and more fruit comes. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. Just listen to this music.
that hymn, when I survey the wondrous cross, I find it the most moving of all hymns. I've been in churches where people have just wept while singing that hymn. We're now going to pray for the church and for the world around us. Lord, hear our prayer. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and pour contempt on all my pride. Father, when we survey the world, the marks of success and pride are all around. They're symbols of wealth, new fast cars, big houses, comfortable living. When we contemplate your victory, it was on the cross, the symbol of shame and death. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast, save in the cross of Christ my God. All the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them through his blood. Let us, your followers, boast about one thing, your sacrifice of love for us and the world. When we survey our world, we face ongoing suffering. We see a world where lives have been scarred by COVID-19. And Father, we pray for the bereaved, those affected by long COVID, and for the health workers on the front line who have witnessed death and long-term illness. We see endless wars in places such as Syria, Afghanistan and Yemen. And we pray for the children who have known nothing but war. We see a world where men subject women to harassment and to violence. And we pray for women living in fear, for their empowerment and for them to live in peace and harmony. See from his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet, or thorns compose so rich a crown? Thank you that you understand our suffering. You're not distant and remote, but you are here, here in the midst of us. And when we contemplate your cross, we see the hope of resurrection. We give thanks for the scientists rolling out the vaccines. We give thanks for those working to give aid to those in need in places such as Syria and for teachers giving hope to the children of war. We give thanks to those who speak out so that women and girls live in peace and without fear. Were the whole realm of nature mine, that were a present far too small. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Father, do not bring me to the time of trial. Whatever the cost, let me show your love in the world. Let me use my voice to challenge injustice and give me compassion, so I offer support to those in need. Amen.
Thank you for worshipping with us today. It's been a challenging service. That challenge that Jesus puts in front of us to follow him and give up our lives. But we can do it because the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. We dwell in him and he in us. We do it with thanks and we give thanks to to the Lord as we call upon his name. We make known what he has done in front of all the peoples. So continue your life to sing praises to him, to sing praises and to speak of his marvellous works. For holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And so may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you now and forever.